So this thing has been seen now by millions of people. It's, it's like on every social media platform, this exchange that I had with Alex Jones. And we were talking about foreign policy and we were talking, you know, about infiltration and we were talking about a power structure within our government and within our military industrial complex and within our media and, you know, who funds everything, foreign interventions and wars and rebuilding and, you know, naming like who this person is. And this exchange went on for, I don't know, well over an hour. And one person that was watching very closely during that long interview with Alex Jones on Thursday last week that we delved deep into Israel, the ADL, the Zionist lobby's influence over American politics, and that person was Nick Fuentes. And like us, Nick knows what it's like to fearlessly push a point of view and then to be denounced for that point of view or for just asking a question, platform, defamed driven into the furthest corners of the internet. And so Nick, of course, leads his army of groipers. And despite unanimous hostility from the institutional right, Nick has made himself a celebrity. I was at AFPAC. He helped seriously shift attitudes among particularly young Americans on Israel and on foreign wars and interventions and regime changes and all sorts of other topics. And he did a really long video reacting to our Jones interview. You can find it on his Rumble page. And heads up, the total video is more than four hours. But if you have an entire afternoon to kill, feel free to check it out, maybe at double speed. But Nick makes a lot of important points. He points out that suddenly Alex Jones seems scared or apprehensive about the conversation. In fact, Nick argues that he's a shill now. And when I started pointing out all of the ways that Israel dominates and dictates United States politics and that that should stop, Alex suddenly starts asking me if I want to wave a wand and make the Jews disappear. As Nick points out, hold on a minute, what? Like, no, we don't want genocide. That's what Israel is doing in that open-air concentration camp called Gaza right now as we speak, while we are funding it. Who's we exactly? And if you criticize the Chinese communist influence on America, nobody gives a crap. Nobody accuses you of wanting to wipe out the Chinese. If you criticize the European Union, nobody accuses you of wanting to nuke all of Europe. But yet with Israel, the reactions are over the top and hysterical. And why? Just simply to shut down serious discussion and serious criticism, even question asking. Because somehow in American politics, the one great third rail is the role that a country 6,000 miles away plays in our politics. Now, Nick did have a big criticism of our position against Alex Jones yesterday. When we spoke about the influence that Israel and its backers have on the United States, we talked about Zionists and the Zionist lobby. Nick's position is that we should be blaming Jews as a group instead, not just Zionists or atheists or left-wingers. That's an interesting place to start a discussion, and to that end, Nick joins us now. Always appreciate having you. Thanks for coming back. Hi. Well, it's uh, great to be with you. I appreciate you having me on here. And first of all, I just have to say, I think you did a tremendous job on Alex Jones. I covered it, as you said, on my Rumble stream. Um, and it's interesting because I actually went out on InfoWars earlier in the year, I think maybe just a few weeks ago, and we sort of had the same discussion about Israel specifically about Israel and Gaza and their influence over our country. Um, and so it was actually really incredible to see somebody step up like yourself and go on that show and debate him because notoriously, this is one issue that he's very uncomfortable talking about. So I thought you did an amazing job 
Um, and my hat's off to you. I, and as you know, and as you said in my introduction, it does take a little bit of courage to speak on this issue because it is the one third rail outside of almost anything else that you're not allowed to talk about. And people talk a lot about political incorrectness and what we're allowed to say and what we're not allowed to say in censorship. But this is the one issue that even the so-called censored people won't even touch. Alex Jones is considered among the most censored. He won't even talk about it. So it does take a lot of courage to go out there and, and speak on this issue because there are repercussions. Now, on my position, um, I, the thing is, I agree with you that it is Zionists, but it's also bigger than that. Of course, there are Zionists that have infiltrated our government, our State Department in particular, and the Pentagon, and they're also all over the media. But I would say that the Zionist element is just one part of the bigger picture, which is that there is a Zionist lobby, but there is also a distinct Jewish lobby as well. And I would point to guys like Jonathan Greenblatt. I actually think that was an interesting part of your discussion with Alex is whenever you sort of insinuated or maybe I think rather he felt defensive about the fact that this conversation made him uncomfortable, he would say, well, I'm not a shill for Israel because the ADL comes after me. Jonathan Greenblatt goes after me. How could I be a shill for Israel when the ADL, a Jewish group, is coming after me? And it highlights that there is a factional dispute within global Jewry. Of course, Jews are an international people. They have a state now, but for millennia, they were a stateless people. They had no nation state of their own for the Jewish people. That is until their independence uh, close to a century ago. Although, of course, they remain in the United States in large numbers, in Europe in large numbers, elsewhere in the world in relatively smaller numbers. And Jews across the world communicate. And some of them are more pro-Israel than others. And some of them have a conservative disposition. Some of them have a liberal disposition. Some of them are religious. Some of them are secular. And my only contention is that they exert influence as a group on a global scale. And it's not just the Zionists. And, and more specifically, it's not just the right-wing Zionists that are affiliated with the current regime that rules Israel, which is the Likud party. Of course, the ADL is pro-Israel, but they're not necessarily pro-Likud. ADL is a Jewish group, and they're pro-Zionist, but they're not necessarily in favor of Netanyahu or the Jewish maximalist position of his Likud party. And yet, they exert influence all the same, and it is colored and characterized by their Jewishness. It's not a, just a merely a left-wing influence. It is a Jewish influence. And on that stream the other day, I said, uh, or rather, I pulled up a clip from Keith Woods, who's, of course, very popular these days on Twitter. And it's a clip from Greenblatt, who has been making the rounds on the news. And he said, I'm not on Team Red. I'm not on Team Blue. The only team I'm on is I'm on Team Jewish. And and so succinctly, to sum up my position, I would say that when I, when I consider these 80% um, of American Jews that are more liberal and a lot of them secular atheists are not practicing, they don't go to synagogue. Uh, I look at them almost the same that I look at a Ben Shapiro or a religious Jew that's very right wing or pro Zionist in the sense that the common denominator is that they are Jewish. They are part of this international diaspora community. They have something in common with Israel and they're exerting influence on various societies and pushing forward a distinct Jewish ethnic self-interest. And so that, that it's not even so much a, a disagreement. I would just say that the Zionist element is just sort of one part of, of a bigger story, which is that there's a Jewish influence. Alex Jones said that the ADL was a, a leftist globalist group. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. They're they're not though. They're they're a Jewish group because Greenblatt says that he's on Team Jew. So do you think that's intentional? I mean, why is or when I talk about the Star of David not being the star, is, so is it the Star of David or is it the Star of Solomon or is it the Star of Remphan? What, what, why are we drawing pictures and, and like trying to, you know, deflect? Do you think he knows better and he's just made a deal? Absolutely. And, and I was hesitant to say that before because I like Alex. I've known Alex for a long time. I met him for the first time, I think, in 2020 during Stop the Steal. So I've known him for a few years and I've had conversations with him. I've been on a show even longer than that. I've made sporadically, I've made guest appearances. And as a guy, I think he's a good guy. I think he's a stand-up guy. I think, I mean, you and I are broadcasters, regardless of how we feel about his opinions or his integrity, he's a legend. I mean, he's completely influenced the medium and the ecosystem for right-wing creators. So, you know, and, and I'm of course very young, I'm probably half his age. And so I, you know, it's difficult for me to kind of stand up to him because I'm a younger guy. Uh, so all that being said, in spite of the fact that I like him and I think I've been sort of maybe charitable and benevolent towards him on this issue, I think it's become very clear that he is uh, lying. And in, in the sense that he knows better, as you said, he knows that the ADL is a Jewish group. He knows the occult significance of the star, which you pointed out. I thought that was great. They started, I think this was almost to maybe mock you. They put the flag of Israel flying behind you while we were speaking on it. He said, what is this? What is this star? This isn't biblical. And he comes back and says, well, that's the seal of Solomon. And that clearly indicates that he knows what's going on, because that is Jewish mystics. And this is a big part of Kabbalah, which is Jewish mysticism. Is this star? Is this symbol? It's part of the Ten Spirot. It's part of the Tree of Life. It's part of the Kabbalistic creation story. And that is satanic. That is Luciferian. He said, well, you know, this is actually a generic symbol that goes back forever. It means infinity. He knows perfectly well that that is not how the Jews consider it. This is a part of occult Jewish mysticism. It is part of how they commune with demons. It's on their flag. And they put their flag in Turning Point USA. They planted that flag all over the conservative movement. And how can you countenance as a Christian and a follower of Jesus, this satanic or occult symbol, which he even says, well, that's the seal of Solomon that Solomon used to control demons in medieval uh, Muslim and Jewish mystic lore. Why would we tolerate that symbol predominating in America? It's a Christian nation. And they're clearly using that for occultic non-Christian blasphemous purposes. So he knows that. He knew he spit that right out. He knows the lore. And the same thing about the ADL. And that's where I lost my mind. I don't know if you caught that part of my stream, but I really got heated because I said, this is just insulting our intelligence. He did he made a face. He said the ADL is like a Jewish globalist group. And I go on the Wikipedia page for my live viewers to see, and I show them, no, it is by definition, it's like that's as Jewish as a group can get. It was founded by the International B'nai B'rith Society out of Israel. The, the name is Anti-Defamation League. What do they oppose? The defamation of the Jewish people. That's what they're for, is to fight anti-Semitism. They're very influential in media. They are the architect of the censorship regime on social media. And the character of the censorship, it's towards a, a pro-Jewish position. They're particularly perturbed by anti-Semitism. And so for him to sort of hand wave that away and say, well, what they really are is left-wing or globalist, you know, that's not ignorance. 
that is a lie. That is a half truth. I mean, they are left wing and they are globalist, but of course they're a Jewish group as well. And the Jewishness is what makes them the ADL. So to me, that's a lie. And when you start to lie about something fundamental like that, because the ADL, this is not like some peanuts group. I mean, this is a very serious organization to hand wave that away. Oh, well, you know, these are just left wing guys. That means you're a liar. And we have to ask ourselves, why is he lying about that? I said on the show, it's because it's apparent he he clearly has some key Jewish allies he doesn't want to upset, which is what it is. But I think he should be honest about it. Well, yeah, uh, exactly. So, I mean, to, to your point, Alex is an icon. He's a legend. Uh, he Infowars, right? That's the name of the brand. The truth telling that gets you censored, the most censored person on the planet, right, uh, has, has made, I mean, you've been in that studio, uh, very inspiring to see that this can be done in alternative media with decades of hard work and commitment. So if he's made a deal, okay, so be it. But why not just say that? And then try to, and then maybe even try to give me a good reason, you know, why he made the deal or give the world, all of his viewers a reason. Hey, this is why I think that we should align with these Zionists or these, these Jewish people. I think that it would be beneficial for us if we did this. I absolutely agree. And, and honestly, I don't find anything wrong with that. Uh, I obviously disagree with making a deal with Zionists, but I don't find anything wrong with if there are people in the conservative space, in the nationalist space that think that that would profit Americans uh, or right wingers, that that would advance our cause. I would like to hear them make that case. I don't think there's anything wrong with having that discussion. I don't um, think there's a case you know, to I, make. I mean, uh, Americans are, are doing the opposite of profiting when it comes to our relationship and foreign policy with Israel. Uh, I mean, funding the Iron Dome. I mean, hundreds of billions of dollars. I can connect what's going on in Ukraine with Israel. Uh, you can connect everything back to Israel. And so we're just unquestionably, you're not allowed to criticize it. You're not allowed to ask a question, just funding and dumping money and sending military assets and resources and battleships and protecting this, you know, most fortified border on the face of planet earth while we orchestrate and implement and carry out a physical invasion of our own country. And so when I ask that, I mean, call it who you want to, if the Chai comms that Alex seems to be very afraid of, or the Muslims that Alex seems to be very obsessed with, that's another thing that he liked to say, I'm obsessing, uh, which was uh, to me, that was gaslighting. I'm not obsessing. I'm identifying an obvious occupation of every single government installation and institution in the United States and in our media. And it's the one enemy that you're not allowed to name. If the Chai comms were at our border and they were invading us, everybody would go, oh, my God, the Chinese are invading us and we need to go to war with China. If if the same thing with what did he say, Venezuela or the French, they're, they're not occupying our government. They don't dictate U.S. foreign policy, and they're not soaking the taxpayer for hundreds of billions of dollars. Why can't we name this enemy? What makes them so untouchable? Well, and I totally agree with everything you just said. You're absolutely right. And, and what I was getting at is, of course, I agree. I don't think there's anything to profit right-wing Americans from a relationship with Israel. But, but I think what is so insulting about the position that Alex Jones has taken is that we white people and Americans and Christians are treated like idiots, like we can't have a seat at the table, like we can't handle the truth, like we're a non-entity. And so Alex Jones has taken it upon himself to forge this alliance. And rather than be open about it and say, look, clearly the Zionists run this country, you can't get ahead, you can't break through without their tacit or explicit consent, uh, you know, that, that's why I've made this relationship. Instead of saying that, 
he's going to lie to all of us like we're idiots and condescend to you and condescend to me and say, well, maybe I'm just far smarter than you. Maybe I just have far more sophisticated understanding. It's Hegelian dialectics, Stu. You know, I'm throwing out a five dollar word. That means I'm far smarter when you're exactly right. Everybody with eyeballs can see what's going on, which is that the Jews and the Zionists wield immense influence. You don't have to look far. You don't have to look deep. And it's actually not that complicated. I mean, you rattled off a ton of perfect examples. There's a hundred other examples. And I always say on my show, when I first became aware of this problem, I was looking for the person to debunk this for me. And at the time, I was friends with a lot of these writers at Daily Wire, which was Ben Shapiro's site. And I would ask them, okay, what's the explanation? Like you just said, why do we give them this money? Why are they above criticism? Why have they been kicked out of 109 countries, everybody else, and so on and so forth? And I was always expecting to find the answer. I, because, of course, it is so ubiquitous in society. They, they have enforced uh, a sort of consensus on this, a uniform consensus in America. I was expecting, of course, to find that all of this could be easily debunked with information. And yet the opposite happened. The more that I dug, the more that I researched, the more that I asked, the more of this that I found, the more red flags and more Jewish influence, and it became more and more obvious. And that's just it. You know, why can't we talk about it? It's because it's real. You can talk about the Chai Coms because on some level, it's not real. It's not to say that the Chinese aren't influential, but clearly they don't run American society the way the Zionists do. In the same way that when they talk about socialism and Muslims, the reason you can talk about those things is because ideological socialists don't really control everything. The Muslim Brotherhood doesn't really control everything. When you start to look at who's crafting the censorship, when you start to look at who's funneling all the money into the not just the elections, but just the political movements on both sides, you can see which people you're not allowed to offend and precisely why. It's because they're the ones with all the power. So it's perfectly sensible. But that's why it, it's incumbent on real patriots that we've got to make the sacrifices and call the spade a spade and tell the truth. Because, you know, to sort of circle back to the original point, white people and Christians should have a seat at the table. This is our country. America is our birthright. This is a Christian nation. Europeans founded and built and settled and fought for it. And so we deserve sovereignty. We deserve to be able to advocate for our own self-interest. And we deserve to be there right alongside and I think actually really have some degree of primacy in the United States of America rather than being treated like we're children and like we're idiots, like Alex Jones talks to us. So let's just say that we're right. And I mean, obvi it's obvious that we're right. All you have to do is go look at Joe Biden's cabinet. Go look at the State Department, Victoria Newland. Look at Anthony Blinken. Uh, look at the media. Who funds them? Where does BlackRock come from? How about Vanguard? How about State Street? Uh, how about the Rothschilds, who literally have funded every single military intervention that we've ever had in recent times? Okay, so let's just say that these Zionists or these Jews really are, you know, so some people would say, well, so what? Like, why is that dangerous for America? Well, it's dangerous for a couple of reasons. Um, in terms of the Zionist element in particular, it's because what that represents is a fifth column. This is they are representing a foreign nation and that nation has their real allegiance. And you can call that the Jewish state of Israel. You can even call that world Jewry and the Jewish nation as it exists around the globe, uh, because the Jews are a very race loyal people. They're a very tribalistic people and they have this sense of, you know, 
their identity transcends borders. If they're in Germany, if they're in England, if they're in France or America, we call them a German Jew, a, a French Jew, an English Jew, an American Jew. It's never the other way. The construction's never the other way around. It's never a Jewish American and so on. Um, and so as a consequence, there, there's this idea that when they are in positions of power, they are advancing a separate interest to the detriment of the interest of our country. So the leaders of America, the, the people that are really entrusted with the privilege and the power of making decisions that affect society at large, whether it's in the banks or Hollywood or the State Department, the examples you gave, they're making those decisions not with the interest of Americans first and the well-being of the public in America, but the interest of a small minority in America, a small global minority or a foreign country. And so this is where you get catastrophes like the Iraq war. The Iraq war is something that benefited Israel. It did not benefit the United States of America. That's a perfect example. The assassination of Jack Kennedy. A lot of people would say, and I think there's compelling evidence, that the assassins that killed Kennedy killed him because he wanted to prevent Israel from acquiring a nuclear arsenal. That's another policy that, again, nuclear proliferation in the Middle East benefits Israel as long as they're the only ones with the bomb. It does not benefit the United States or the rest of the world. So that's one reason. The other reason is that by definition, whether Jews are secular or they are religious, they don't share our values. If they're secular, that means they're atheist. If they're religious, it means they practice Kabbalah or they read the Talmud. Both of these texts are heretical. The Kabbalah says that Christians are not human beings. The Talmud says the same thing, and it says horrible things about Jesus Christ. Moreover, whether they are practicing religious today or they're secular today, there's this great book that's frequently quoted on Un's review. It's called uh, 3,000 Years of History, The Weight of 3,000 Years by Israel Shehak. And it talks about the Talmud and Jewish culture. And whether they're religious or secular today is really besides the point. For thousands of years, Jews have practiced a religion that sees non-Jewish people as subhuman, that there should be a double standard, that they should be considered less than human under the law, that it's less bad to kill a Gentile. It's less bad to rape a Gentile. You can charge a Gentile interest on a loan, but not a Jew. And all these sorts of things, that's been their culture for thousands of years. And so the point is that it's not only that their allegiance is to their own nation, whether that's the state of Israel or Jews as they exist globally, but it's also that their, their values are fundamentally corrupt because they don't believe in Jesus Christ and because they don't have a universal religion they see everybody else as animals. And fundamentally, I think in a sense, they're, they're communing with the devil. If you're not worshiping Jesus, if you reject Jesus and you put in place all this sort of occultic, mystical things about the devil and all of that, um, you know, it's no coincidence then why we have a society that's full of pornography and sex and sin and everything else. It's because we've got, we've got this, um, they call it a nation of priests. I would say it's like a nation of sorcerers. We have this collection of wizard, wizards and sorcerers and devil worshipers. And if they're not practicing themselves, it's their ancestors for thousands of years. They're the ones running our media and our country. So for those two, re those are really the two big categories. That's why it's, it's just catastrophic for America to have a leadership that isn't America first and it's not Christian. And to, to add to your first point, this is also the military industrial complex that has been infiltrated by these people that is making decisions about how many millions of people we bomb and kill. Uh, so it becomes dangerous for the, the, the population of the entire planet whenever the United States says that they're going to go and spread some democracy 
everybody shudders in fear because that means that we are funding a foreign state 6,000 miles away by siphoning money off of the financial contracts that are required for war and the munitions that are required for war and the NGOs that get involved with the wars and the weapons manufacturers, Lockheed Martin and Raytheon, where they just go set up missile testing sites and just bomb people, or in the case of Afghanistan, allow little boys to be raped by warlords while we just look the other way. And then, you know, we teach the importance of transgenderism to, you know, Pashtun tribesmen, I guess. And then ideologically speaking, we have the, the infiltration into our schools and we teach this Marxist ideology of Chris, uh, critical race theory and we normalize you know, pronouns like they and them. That's not coming from American Christians. That's not where this is originating from. So when you step back and take a look at who's getting paid for all of this, what lobby is involved with every single one of these things, who's funding this, who's defending all of this stuff, then you can see that there is an obvious directional big freaking arrow pointed right at Israel and you're not allowed to ask those questions without being anti-semitic. So because I'm doing this, you know, delving deep and deeper every I'm not a I'm not a Jewish expert. I I would love for a, a Jew to come on here and tell me why it's great that you know that that we have Jews everywhere inside of our government and and all of our installations while our country is declining into shambles and it's almost unrecognizable. I mean, give me a, a, a reason. And I just don't know because now as we, since Alex Jones, of course, this is, this is what I want to talk about. These are the guests that I want to have on. How long, how long am I for the platforms? How long of a lifespan can I have? I mean, do you think that Greenblatt is going to see me asking you questions and say, well, Stu's anti-Semitic, kick him off of Rumble? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that people that are critical of Israel are really put in an altogether different category. And I can tell you firsthand, and I said this about Alex, it is very common among the right wing that they will, of course, refrain from criticizing Israel. They may even criticize left wing Jews. They'll criticize ADL and Greenblatt or George Soros. Uh, and they'll, they'll maybe even say that there is something Jewish about the American left. And of course, they're right. But they will refrain from criticizing the state of Israel and the Zionists because they have Jewish allies. You know, they'll they'll have a right wing conservative Zionist Jewish ally who will help them in almost every case. This is true, I'm sure, of Fox News and Infowars and many, many people. A lot of these right wingers that you hear and they'll say things like, well, maybe it's the left wing Jews, but, you know, the religious Jews are fine or the Zionists are fine. Israel has strong borders. We should be like that. In almost every case, it's because they have a powerful Jewish backer who's a Zionist. And so really what puts a person like myself or you now in no man's land is if you're willing to criticize the whole deal and say, I'm against the left. And so you get the heat from the ADL and you get the heat from Soros and from that whole machine. But then once you say, once you call out the Zionists and say that Israel controls our State Department, State Department, military industrial complex and so on. Well, then the ZOA is coming after you. Then you have all these, then you have this whole Jewish element on the right coming after you as well. And so it puts you in a position where really without the approval of, of any Jewish person, without the backing or the uh, uh, allyship of any Jewish person in society, you find that you fall very far from grace. This is what happened to me. Uh, you know, right from the get go, I started talking about these things, you know, six, seven years ago. And I'm now without any kind of credit card processing. People can't have me on their YouTube channel lest they get banned even for having me as a guest. 
My name is banned on TikTok. I mean, there, there's so many layers to it. And so that's why it's even frustrating when a guy like Alex Jones gets up and says, I, I'm so censored. But of course, we recognize that by not criticizing Israel, there is still a layer there. There is still a, a sort of a protection there for him. And if he were to go out and criticize Israel, he would fall even further into censorship like somebody like myself. Um, and it's really unfortunate because, of course, and this is something that I think you hinted at at the beginning in your discussion with Alex Jones, you and I, and, and specifically you on this show, brought up facts that are not disputable that Alex Jones didn't even contest. He didn't fight you on any of those points because they're true. And you bring up reasonable points such as we should have Americans running the country. We shouldn't have bloodthirsty Zionists running the country, obviously. And this is where they'll always take it. They always take it to, well, then what do you want to do about the Jews? What do you love Hitler? What do you want to get rid of them all? What are you genocidal or something? And, and you use the word gaslighting. And that's that's exactly right. Then they turn it around on you and say, well, you're obsessed. This is your thing. This is your fetish. You're fixated. This is this is your problem. And that's maybe the most frustrating aspect of it is is the gaslighting, because I think anyone would recognize what we're saying is what we're saying. And it's very simple. We want to put America first. We want Christians to run our society. I don't think any American conservative would disagree with those statements. Now, they may quibble about the details, but those are two pretty solid first principles. America should be run by American patriots. They should be making the decisions and they should be Christian. They should worship the only true God because that's the only way we're going to get a virtuous society. And so you say things like this and necessarily that would imply that we don't want Jews running the society. I still think they should have dignity and rights under the law and equality and all of that. But then they'll always take those reasonable conclusions or facts like we point out about things like 9-11 or Iraq or the State Department or whatever. And they say, so then you must love Hitler. So you must hate all Jews for being Jewish. You must want to kill them and, and so on and so forth. And that just gets back to how dishonest that whole frame is and the fact that they really they refuse to engage with any of the facts. They refuse to engage with, I think, any of the uh, sort of reasonable demands of a patriotic and religious people, which is those two things, America first and Christianity. Yeah. And that's how you know that the whole the whole thing is just like a stinking lie. The whole right wing is built, I think both sides are built on that fundamental lie. And until people are willing to stand up and challenge that, we're going to get more of the same. Until people are willing to stand up and, as you said at the beginning, name who is responsible for these things and hold them accountable and, and sort of really set things straight, who is what is our team and what is their team until we're able to make that friend enemy distinction we are going to get more crap shoveled down our throat america will come second christians will be put in the back seat we're going to get more degeneracy like we saw in the senate this week i mean that that's what we get when we make a compromise with this group yeah uh, and there's a lot of non-military, non-violent, non-bomb and kill everybody ways to go about this. I mean, when you when you identify an enemy, there there's certainly economical ways that you could sanction, you could take away funding, you could just defund Israel altogether. No, we're not going to send another dime over there until these problems are fixed. And you mentioned the words obsessed and fixation. Like, I am obsessed with Jesus Christ. I'm fixated on the cross. I am fixated on my country. And if, if somebody is attacking my country, whether it's a physical invasion or a decades-long infiltration, occupation, overtaking, I'm going to be concerned with that. And I don't think that that's 
an obsession or a weird fixation. I think that that's putting America first, putting God first, being proud with a platform of this size to follow Jesus Christ because people don't say it enough on platforms of this size. They don't say it. And, you know, the Fox News Channel, you mentioned them too. It, you could have one of, the, one of the hottest geopolitical takes, for example, in all of America right now. That you, and, and you're coming from a point where it's like, boom, this solves problems. Or I could have some, you know, great revelation about how to, you know, uh, fix elections. And the, the Fox News Channel won't talk to me because of this. Because, you know, because I'm questioning the occupation of our country. Never again will I be. I, Tucker Carlson won't talk to me. They'll, never ever will Tucker Carlson ever have me on his show. No matter what it is that that I could say I could say everything right but the fact that I'm just merely asking questions about an obvious set of circumstances I'm not going to get on Rogan you know I mean so these are all places that Alex Jones has been recently with Tucker he's been on Joe Rogan I think more than once you know um he's doing shows with uh Crowder I mean I don't even think I could get on Timcast at this point and so I don't really appreciate I guess somebody saying how censored they are, where knowing that if they ask questions about this very obvious occupation infiltration, that they will not be allowed to go and do those things. So that's essentially, it's putting your economic status above the truth. And I just, I, I don't think that I'll ever do that. Uh, I'm not allowed on Fox or Tucker or anywhere else. And you know what? I don't care because I owe it to Jesus Christ. God gave me the platform it's not mine. It belongs to him. I gave it to him. It's a mantle that I have to respect or I'm nothing. And I'm invaluable to everybody that watches every day. And, and you, you know, you never have the blessing of putting out a film like Died Suddenly, which was an earth-changing, life-saving film. And so I'm not going to disrespect it. Uh, that's, that's my take. A minute left. Final words. So I, uh, with a minute left, I'll just say, you know what? We all appreciate what you did on Alex Jones. You took a stand for the truth. And you're right about that. I mean, you and I and anyone else that questions this narrative will suffer the consequence. But, you know, like it says in the Bible, it's not up to us to worry about the consequences. We're told to do the right thing. Obedience is expected of us. And as you said, the platform belongs to God. God gave us the faculties. We use them to advance his will and his mission. And whatever the results will be, it's in his hands. God runs the world. So I'm with you. I'm not obsessed with Israel or the Jews. We're obsessed with telling the truth. We're obsessed with making God's will the reality. And that's what we'll continue to do at any cost. It's America first. It's Christ as king. There's no room for any other message. And I think that more and more, I think people are coming around. I think that everybody can see the writing on the wall. The momentum's with us. And I think ultimately we will have the victory. I think we'll see it in our lifetimes, to be honest with you. That so break just went away, didn't well. it? Uh, that, that break just went away. I've actually got six more minutes. Six uh, hey, so let me ask you this. What is what is the solution to this infiltration? What is the what is so yeah, what would you do about the Jews? Uh, you want to wave a wand and wipe them off the face of the planet? What what really should we be looking at? What sh what should we be talking about in the way of moving the ball and finding a solution to this occupation? Well, it's um it's a very difficult issue because the Jews are of course they're everywhere. Uh, within our system. And I think uh, people, even such as ourselves, can underestimate the kind of influence they wield. And I, I'll, I'll relate to you, you know, when I was working for Kanye West a year ago, or as he's known now, yay, it was incredible because this is a man who was a billionaire, number one recording artist of the 21st century, number one streetwear brand of the 21st century. This is like one of the most famous 
people on planet Earth and one of the richest Americans that exists. This is like one of the biggest people in the world. And you know what happened when he started to tell the truth on this issue? It was as if none of that mattered. It was like overnight, he was suddenly reduced to the same sort of level of me. And I'm, you know, I'm just a 25 year old guy. I I didn't make graduation. I didn't make all these platinum albums. I'm not worth $4 billion. I don't sell 20% of Adidas online sales and so on. And yet I, I'll never forget being in the hotel room with him because that's where we were running the business for a time. He could not find a lawyer to represent him. We had to use Telegram. We were on True Social. I remember after Alex Jones, he got his Twitter banned and we were filming a video to post on True Social. He had like 15,000 followers. And of course, you know, he still had some connections and things like that. But it was unbelievable that in a matter of 24 hours, he was virtually reduced to the same level as the most censored dissident overnight. You'd think it wouldn't be like that. And all that is is to say that we have to take great care about our approach. And I think that it's got to be a generational approach. I've encouraged people on my show. Right now, the number one thing is to raise the consciousness. We need people to be aware of this. We need to get the word out. Use social media to make people aware because it is creating a pressure. You realize that the left is decidedly against Israel. And that's because they have professors. That's because they have media funded by Muslims in the Middle East. That's because there's sort of an ethnic bias there as well. And over it, it hasn't happened overnight, but over the course of 20 or 30 years, there is now an intense pressure on the left, on the Biden administration, for them to restrain Israel. And it's not great, but it is showing some uh, effects. It seems like the Biden administration is not as slavishly pro-Israel necessarily as maybe Donald Trump would have been in this instance. So, I mean, it clearly a transformation has happened on the right. And that's largely through intellectuals. That's largely through them going into the university. That's through their media. And so I think that white people have to do the same thing at this stage. I think that over time, once we do this, younger people are going to grow up. And in one or two generations, the elite class of professionals, rich people, wherever, they'll have this in the back of their minds. This will be a part of their consciousness. They will be acutely aware of Jewish influence and a Jewish mafia. And I think that when that happens, one, we will have a network, we will have much more influence, much more political power. And at that time, people will be able to figure out what we're going to do about it. But the problem we have right now is twofold. One, people just have no idea what's happening. So we can't even really begin to address the problem if it's not in the consciousness. Number two, the people that are aware have no political power. The people that do know about these things, they don't have any real political power. And the power they think they have, insofar as they have it, is still contingent on Zionists or Jews. And the moment they step out of line, it gets pulled from them. That's something that Ye would talk about. He said, I thought it was my money. Then I put that tweet out. And then I realized it wasn't actually my money. So that's another aspect of it is the people that are aware really have no real political power. So we have to, we're really sort of building the foundation. We're kind of getting in at the beginning. We've got to build that edifice. We have to build the foundation, getting these ideas in the public consciousness, and then getting our people in positions where they have real political power. Then we can talk about political solutions and political action. But for now, we just don't have the tools. Yeah. I mean, I just think that it's, it's inherent. We would be derelict in our duties as, as broadcasters or ju journalists or truth tellers or dissidents, whatever it is, 
We would be derelict in our duties if we didn't see an obvious problem that was negatively affecting our country and go, hey, that thing right there is going to hurt us or hurt our kids or hurt our country or hurt our future. That thing right there is attacking us. That thing over there is detrimentally sucking you know, the, the financial resources out of my pocket. That's a problem. We should be allowed to say that. And it doesn't mean that we're a hate group. It doesn't mean that we're anti-Semitic with this made-up word. Um, and it doesn't mean that any class of people should have this impenetrable, unquestionable like protection and layers and layers of borders, I guess you could say, uh, and, and armor that is just like it, it deflects any questions or criticism at all whatsoever. I don't think that any, any group of people should be unquestionable. Uh, except Jesus Christ. Nick Fuentes, uh, thank you so much. You can find him on Cozy, Cozy.tv, as well as, uh, you know, are you on Twitter? Uh, no, no, I'm banned on Twitter. Still banned? Yes. Yeah, hmm. I never got, well, I did get the amnesty, then I lost it after a day. So. <laughs> after, after one day. Cozy.tv, <laughs> that's where you want people to go to see you, right? That's right. Yeah, Cozy and Rumble. Cozy and Rumble. Beautiful. Thank you so much for coming. We appreciate you being here and for all that you're doing uh, to get the truth out there. You've got an amazing following of young people, and that makes me feel optimistic about the future. Uh, God bless you, and have a Merry Christmas. Likewise. Merry Christmas. Thanks a lot. If you're feeling overwhelmed this holiday season, stressed out, believe me, I get it. You're definitely not alone. November and December demands end-of-year tasks, holiday preparations, gift shopping, family get-togethers, long-distance relationships, travel accommodations. It can all be a relentless source of stress. Well, breathe easy now because of Stress Guardian. They're here to help. It's the latest scientific breakthrough from our great friends and geniuses over at Bioptimizers, the men behind Magnesium Breakthrough. It's packed with a blend of 14 adaptogenic herbs that help to regulate your stress response naturally, granting you control over your holiday stress and stress beyond the holiday season, of course. But with daily use, Stress Guardian becomes your personal shield against seasonal tension, enhancing both your mental and physical well-being. Say goodbye to just surviving. This holiday season, thrive instead with Stress Guardian. To get your head start on your holiday stress, visit StressGuardian.com slash Peters and use promo code StuPeters for 10% off on your first order. Again, that's StressGuardian.com slash Peters. By Optimizer is so confident in their products, they offer a risk-free 365-day money-back guarantee, a whole year. Discover the secret to peace on earth this holiday season. Visit stressguardian.com slash Peters. What does the federal government do with your tax dollars? They waste billions in Ukraine. They give over $2,000 a month to illegal aliens invading our country. They murder scores of Americans with the corona hoax bioweapon jabs. They cheat in the elections and take away your voice. And when you complain about it, like the peaceful protests on January 6th, they put you in prison, torture you, and make up phony indictments against you. The enemy wants you to be a powerless slave that shuts up and does as you are told. But there is a way out of this tyranny. Freedom Law School has been teaching Americans for over 27 years that no law requires 99% of Americans to file and pay income tax. None of their students who have stopped paying have gone to prison or had their bank account and property stolen by the IRS. Go to freedomlawschool.org today to take five steps to freedom from IRS deception, robbery, and slavery. Totally free to set you free. Go to freedomlawschool.org today.
If you have been waiting for a screaming deal on one of my favorite pieces of gun gear, then you need to check out this special holiday promo from Vanish Holsters. They're doing an awesome deal. You can buy one of their ultra-comfortable holsters at a discount and then get a second one for 50% off the already low discounted price. This is perfect if you want to own and use the most comfortable holster and give one to a friend or a family member. The holidays are upon us. I promise you'll love this holster more than any other holster that you own. The reason why is because you can use it to carry almost any gun that you own in absolute comfort. It's so comfortable you'll forget that you're wearing it, which is why it's called the Vanish Holster. This revolutionary holster fits 99% of all semi-auto handguns, works without a tactical belt. It lets you carry in multiple positions, and it also lets you conceal two fully loaded magazines. Don't run out of ammo. Best of all, it comes with a money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, you get all of your money back with a hassle-free return policy. Now, since this is a holiday deal, it's set to expire soon. And let's be real, you know what's going on in our nation. You know criminals are more emboldened than ever, and the threat of terrorism is looming large. So don't make the mistake of not being armed just because your current holster is completely uncomfortable. Hurry up and grab this, because the deal ends on December 25th. Go to vnsh.com slash stew right now so you can have a holster that makes it a pleasure to carry all day, every day. Again, that's vnsh.com slash stew for Vanish Holsters. Armslist.com is America's firearms marketplace. Unwavering in their belief of the right of the people to keep and bear arms, Armslist.com has been fighting for our Second Amendment rights, battling the Brady campaign and their cronies since their initial assault in 2013, and Armslist has emerged victorious. Armslist.com is not only at the forefront of the fight for your rights, no, it's also your go-to platform to buy, sell, and trade firearms, or ammo, or optics, and more, and do it all locally, or you can tap into their nationwide network of firearms dealers. So for a limited time, Armslist is extending an exclusive discount to members of the Stu Crew. That's you. Head to armslist.com slash Peters. Use the coupon code Stu to get your first month of premium membership at, get this, 99 cents. 99 cents. Go to armslist.com slash Peters. Join the fight. Come get what they want to take right now at armslist.com slash Peters. What if I told you there was a hostile alien species that controls your appetite, sleep, and focus? Invaders that urinate and defecate throughout your body whenever they are hungry. We call them parasites, and they are the root cause of many health issues that result in pain, suffering, and death. The Purge is our solution. Purge Suddenly offers a unique blend of 17 detoxifying ingredients, including black walnut hull and wormwood, scientifically proven to not only kill parasites, but to destroy and flush them out. If you've never gone through a parasite cleanse or didn't do it the right way, our proven formula prepares you for a complete and total victory. Increased alertness, weight loss, and clear skin are just a few of the potential benefits customers have reported back. Kill the parasites, destroy their eggs, and build a big beautiful wall inside your body to keep them out. It is time to purge suddenly. It's you or them. Make your move now. You know, a lot of people don't understand. When, when we're talking about infiltration and when we're talking about the enemy and Marxist indoctrination and when we're talking about the programming of our, of our children in school to normalize you know, constant and unquestionable and even probably legal sexual access to children. You know, all of this stuff, we just say, oh, it's culture. It's not important. Oh, it's, that's, maybe that's some good TikTok content. No, I mean, this is really important. And, and so when you're talking about the pronoun craze, mercifully, it's starting to die down and die out a little bit. And so that means that all of these celebrities who declared themselves as trans or as non-binary to get the attention they're starting to switch back 
and looking for new ways to absorb attention. Demi Lovato, for example, she attention whored for years by demanding that the press refer to her by they, them pronouns just to confuse everyone. Well, then this year she announced, no, actually, she, her is fine. Just kidding, everyone. So how many kids, how many children, you know, that look up to Demi Lovato, how many children that look up to Taylor Swift are now looking for an NFL football player that shills for Pfizer and wears rainbow clothes? I mean, this is really important stuff. And there's another one, Ezra Miller. This guy became famous for playing comic book hero The Flash and for being a gross criminal sexual degenerate. But he's also famous for claiming that he is non-binary and that he needs they, them pronouns. But it's all fake. He just announced that just like Demi Lovato, it's back to he, him. So expect this trend to continue because non-binary is fake. It's just an obvious fad and a social contagion. And it's extremely damaging and detrimental and dangerous for our children. So so, some attention-whoring stunt will be popular, you know, that's real soon. They'll transition into that. No pun intended. Melanie Mack is a pop culture critic. She's a YouTuber with more than 150,000 subscribers. Very impressive. She joins us now. Your take on this. Hi, thanks so much for having me, first of all. But yeah, I think um, this is all incredibly sad for what it is doing to the youth, especially. It's already bad enough that adults are are mutilating themselves chemically, surgically, and all that. Um, But it's even worse that they've groomed children into this. And part of the way that they can do that is through um, these actors, through even social media stars and this sort of thing. Um, And in this case, where Ezra Miller can just say, oh, by the way... I'm he, him now. Well, there are children that have been put on puberty blockers and that have suffered irreversible damage to their bodies, um, not to mention the mental and emotional effects as well. And they can't just so easily, oh, wait, by the way, I'm just going to go back now like he did. Uh, They have to suffer all the consequences from that. And it's incredibly sad. Yeah, we can talk about, you know, the reasons why celebrities have so much influence. I mean, there's there's a lot of reasons. You know, we can talk Mm -hmm. about programming and conditions and gaslighting and brainwashing and indoctrination and and where it all comes from, that's a whole nother conversation. But the the fact is, is that children just by nature, especially children that don't have, you know, a father or, or, or Mm -hmm. you know, a male figure in their life to kind of, you know, breed into them what, what life should look like, you know, what traditional Christian values are, what conservatism is all about, like what reality is. I mean, we don't even, we don't even know what reality is. Anymore, Mm -hmm. because these kids are stuck inside of these Xboxes and PlayStations and, you know, uh, AI, and they're they're just constantly just, wow, I got to have more content. And their attention span is so short. So when they latch on to somebody that they that they look up to, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. preferably like, you know, uh, an MMA fighter or a UFC fighter, preferably like an NHL hockey player that, you know, whatever. But when they look up to. NFL football players like Travis Kelsey, or when they look up to pop singers like, like Taylor Swift, it's really, really important that these people understand the mantle and the responsibility that comes along with that humble, you know, position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but they don't, and they abuse it. And so, how detrimentally, like, is that affecting? I mean, we could talk about kids. How many? Yeah, how many young boys went and chopped off their penis uh, right. and mutilated their genitals because of Ezra? Right. Yeah, I think it's extremely unhealthy. And it's to the point to where parents really need to shelter their kids in a lot of ways. I don't think kids should even be on the internet at all until they're at least 16, if not 18. um, Because of all this stuff that is just 
all over social media, um, all of the grooming of with the transgender ideology, with the LGBT stuff in general. And if you push back on it, then you're called a bigot. And so uh, it, it's just created just this giant nightmare of a situation. And, you know, going back to like Christian values and things like that, when you venture away from that, when you start accepting sin and treating it like, oh, okay, this is fine, this whole live and let live thing, which doesn't work in practice. We've seen that in the Bible and we're seeing that in society now because when it's like, okay, I just want to be nice and I want to accept everybody as they can do their own thing. Well, when you start accepting sin, it snowballs out of control. And I have said this, the boomers were right about the slippery slope because we try to be allies. We try to be understanding of other people and and we have in turn accepted sin and, and said, okay, well, live how you want. Well, now things are out of control. And um, I, I don't think it's safe for children to even be on the internet, to be on social media. And honestly, at this day and age, not even in the classrooms, like parents, um, you know, it, it's, it's more beneficial to homeschool. And I know even myself, I grew up, I was homeschooled up until college. And I'm so grateful now that I was, but society is a lot worse now than it was back then in the indoctrination into all of this sin. Um, and so it's just a it's a dangerous place yeah. uh, online and even in classrooms. Think about right how now. dangerous it actually is, because, I mean, you, 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 and you have your Zionist controlled media to thank for all of this, by the way. Uh, but we're not just talking about, you know, like Ellen DeGeneres. We're, we're going to celebrate. How many years ago was that? We're going to celebrate, you know, mm -hmm. that she's a lesbian and she likes. To OK, great. So, you know, then we've, we've got the whole gay marriage thing. Everybody's celebrating that. And, and then, you know, we celebrate. Uh, men renting wombs and like, oh, aren't they so right. beautiful? Aren't they beautiful? Because now they're having this child. No, it's not beautiful. It's it's awful and it's dangerous and it's disgusting and it's gross. And then you know, you, you, gender mutilation and and they them and transitioning and and defying science and then uh, the Fox News Channel propping up a mentally ill man pretending to be a woman and actually like a yep. paid employee at this conservative news outlet. Mm -hmm. And then you know. Um, President Trump, like the first hand that he wants to shake in the room at Mar-a-Lago is this Bruce Jenner. But think about, you know, I mean, the programming and the indoctrination, the, the Zionist controlled media doesn't just just, you know, hurt children in that sense, but they also lead them to get bombed. Right. I mean, mm. now we have to we have to support this war in Afghanistan We have to support this war in Iraq. They, they program us to get all ginned up like, yeah, I support this because nobody screws with America. Um, and now it's like, well, nobody can screw with Ukraine either. And we're going to go protect those borders from the boogeyman that is Vladimir Putin, you know, the Russian nationalist, Orthodox Christian. And then we're going to go and we're going to support Israel, our greatest ally, of course. And don't ever question the fact that they are committing war crimes, bombing this open air concentration camp where 50% of the population is under the age of 15 and 25, 75% is under the age of 25 this is how dangerous this Zionist controlled media is. And they are after the lives of your children. And that's why this pop culture stuff, when I said this is really important, this is why more people need to be listening to Melanie Mack. Where do people find you? Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Melanie Mack Go Boom or on Twitter. I'm tweeting all the time at Melanie Mack. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. I really wish I didn't have to bring you this disgusting news, especially if you're a man over 45. Do you feel the sudden and urgent need to urinate several times during the day or night? 
Does it take you even 30 seconds before any piss comes out? According to a shocking discovery from scientists at Harvard and Stanford, there's a high chance that you're dealing with something they call a moldy prostate. Yeah, a moldy prostate. This means that your prostate is being coated in a special type of mold, completely different mold than what you see on your food, but extremely threatening nonetheless. Left untreated, it damages your prostate until it becomes nearly impossible to enjoy a steady stream when you go to the bathroom. Moreover, your ability to get an erection is severely affected. Flowforce Max is a completely natural, 100% effective way to destroy that fungus that's colonizing your urinary tract right now. It allows you to enjoy a powerful and steady flow every time you go to the bathroom, and it helps you get a more powerful, stronger, longer-lasting erection. This prostate-shrinking candy has already been tried by more than 35,000 men aged 45 to 75 with amazing results. It's time to put an end to all of your prostate problems. Go to flowforcemax.com stew. Again, that's flowforcemax.com stew. We are seeing unprecedented criminal tax hikes, hyperinflation, a full-blown recession, and it's all part of the grand plan. The billions of dollars that Biden keeps sending to that corrupt, fake Ukraine. The trillions in new taxes that he wants to shove down your throat. The electronic banking system crash, resetting everybody to zero. Checking accounts, savings accounts, 401ks, IRAs, all of it. Zero. But you don't have to be a victim. Protect your money and get up to $10,000 in free silver to do it when you call my friends at GoldCo. GoldCo has helped to protect over $2 billion in gold and silver for people like you and me. And now they're offering you up to $10,000 in bonus silver when opening a qualified IRA account just for being a supporter of The Stu Peters Show. So whether you want to protect your 50 grand or a half a million or even more, this is your opportunity to protect yourself from our out-of-control, corrupt corporate crime syndicate. Don't be a victim. Call GoldCo, 855-706-GOLD. Again, 855-706-GOLD. Or go to goldco.com slash stew. If you're over 35 and like the typical American, you start to feel tired around noon. Your ability to focus just keeps getting worse as you get older. For energy, you've probably tried coffee or tea or even worse, one of those sugary, poisonous drinks that promises energy for hours, but they just don't work. Your focus never improves. ESS-60 is a molecule that Big Pharma doesn't want you to know about. That's because Big Pharma's evil and they want to kill you. And also they know how effective this is and they can't make any money off of continuously slowly poisoning you to death. Historically, this is dramatically extending the lives of test subjects and it's why I'm hooked. My Vital C is made with just two ingredients, olive oil and a powerful nano antioxidant, 125 times more powerful than vitamin C. That's ESS 60. It's also backed by a full 30 day money back guarantee. Go to myvitalc.com slash stew. Again, that's myvital, the letter C, dot com slash stew. Also, use the coupon code StuPeters at checkout for an additional 15% off your initial order. That's myvitalc.com slash stew. Filtersuck.com is the leading manufacturer in filterless air purification systems, whether you're dealing with pollen or mold or dust, shedding from your pet, or vaccinated neighbors, mRNA spike protein shedding, Filtersuck.com has solutions for every scenario, at home, at work, or on the go. Breathe with confidence, don't let your air suck. Rest well knowing that your home is protected 24-7, so now you can get a unit for your home or a portable unit for on-the-go travel. That's Filtersuck.com. Use promo code STU for 10% off when you go to Filtersuck.com. If you're feeling overwhelmed this holiday season, stressed out, believe me, I get it. You're definitely not alone. November and December demands end-of-year tasks, holiday preparations, gift shopping, family get-togethers, long-distance relationships, travel accommodations. It can all be a relentless source of stress. Well, breathe easy now because of Stress Guardian. They're here to help. It's the latest scientific breakthrough from our great friends and geniuses over at Bioptimizers, the men behind Magnesium Breakthrough. 
It's packed with a blend of 14 adaptogenic herbs that help to regulate your stress response naturally, granting you control over your holiday stress and stress beyond the holiday season, of course. But with daily use, Stress Guardian becomes your personal shield against seasonal tension, enhancing both your mental and physical well-being. Say goodbye to just surviving. This holiday season, thrive instead with Stress Guardian. To get your head start on your holiday stress, visit StressGuardian.com slash Peters and use promo code StuPeters for 10% off on your first order. Again, that's StressGuardian.com slash Peters. Bioptimizer is so confident in their products, they offer a risk-free 365-day money-back guarantee, a whole year. Discover the secret to peace on earth this holiday season. Visit StressGuardian.com slash Peters. Friends, I've got some alarming news. I've learned that over 70% of the power lines in our country, America, are over 25 years old, with many approaching the end of their typical 50 to 80 year life cycle. This will have severe consequences for our communities and our families, leaving us completely vulnerable to both power outages and cyber attacks. Coupled with the increasing number of major natural and manufactured disasters that our country is expected to experience in the future, it's no surprise that many Americans are searching for a safe and reliable alternative to traditional generators. Solar power generators are the only way to go, and solar power generators from Goal Zero offer a quiet, fume-free, reliable source of power. They're safe, they're portable, they're maintenance-free. A Goal Zero generator is ideal for all kinds of things, emergencies, camping, off-grid living. Don't wait for these people to manufacture another disaster. Go to survivalistscoop.com slash Peters to secure your family's safety right now. That's survivalistscoop.com slash Peters. The apples and grandma's holiday pie obviously taste amazing, but it's not exactly the recommended five servings of fruits and vegetables. The Mayo Clinic says that if you want to help prevent heart disease and lower blood pressure and cholesterol, eat five servings of fruits and vegetables every day, which is almost impossible. That's why you need to check out Field of Greens. I've talked to you about Field of Greens here before. Every single fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs, like your heart and lungs and kidneys and your entire immune system. The holidays are here, and so you need to stay healthy. Plus, you'll notice that your skin and your hair and your nails will look healthier as well. Field of Greens is the simplest way to get those daily fruits and veggies, and it tastes amazing. Your kids will love it. Let me get you started with 15% off on your first order. Just visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code STU. That's promo code STU at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com. Now here's some more good news. This statement has not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, and this product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Go to fieldofgreens.com and use promo code STU for 15% off. 